Welcome to the staff lounge. You guys, we made it. Marcy and I made it to winter break, and I don't know about you, but I'm so excited, Marcy. I'm exhausted. I slept like an extra two hours this morning, and people, if you know me, you know I am up by 5.30. I wasn't Yeah, today. that's true. Mm-hmm. I am totally, like, winter break teacher tired. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But I have too many things to do to, uh, you know, be just slacking around yeah me too i hear you so right i believe you have something for us to start off with right yes ma'am i have a would you rather today Ooh. um and i'm just gonna start right off would you rather have it rain apple cider or hot chocolate Ooh. are there marshmallows um i'll provide you with marshmallows oh then hot chocolate I don't know why. It just sounds good. Okay. I would, I'm a, I think I'd rather have apple cider in the winter time. Really? Yeah. I've, I've not had any apple cider in a long time, but I really do like it. Um, okay. The next one, would you rather do math problems or read all day? Read all day. Uh, I would personally, but I love teaching math. That's not what it asks though. Um, well, would you rather do math problems or teach all day? Teach all day or read all day? I'm sorry, read all day. Read all day. Personally, I would rather read all day long. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. Oh, my goodness. I mean, maybe maybe it's the tired Christmas me talking. Um, I just bought a new book that I put off buying for a while because it's, it's like eight or 900 pages, and I cannot wait to start it. Well, do you want to share the title? Oh, it's one in the Outlander series. It's mm. been I've been waiting for years, and okay. the new one just came out. Nice. Yeah. Okay, would you rather have fish or a lizard as a class pet? Ooh. Um, fish. Fish. Oh, not me. Fish die too quickly. Do you know what, Marcy? I have to tell you that all of my fish and my snails lived in my ecosystems. <laughs> we did not have a single death in my classroom. Wow, that's freaking crazy. Uh, yeah. So fish, because I feel confident that they would be okay. Um, okay, well, good. I'm glad for you. I'm just not a big fish person. Me either. But I hate changing I'm, out the water, dude. I am not a lizard person for sure, so. Okay. Would you rather have extra recess or extra dessert every day? Now, you can ask me one additional question, because I know what question I would have to ask you. So is this like personally or for my students? Well, you get the dessert, but personally, I think the recess is for the kids. <laughs> so I either get extra dessert for myself or the kids go out for an extra recess that I'm not in charge of. There's the question I would have had to oh. ask. Do I have to take their little butts out in that freezing cold weather? Because nay, nay, I would need dessert. And one more question. Does the dessert have calories? Um, all dessert has calories except for ice cubes, but that's Dang. not considered dessert. <laughs> I probably would want someone to take my kids out for extra recess then. Yeah, I know. Legit. Okay. Um, okay. This one's a loaded question, girl. Are you ready? Okay. Would you rather be the librarian or a science teacher? Ooh. I would rather be a science teacher. Yeah, I have a feeling librarian jobs are going on. I wasn't even thinking about that. I think I would get bored. Like, I like to read personally, but I feel like you can have so much fun 
science with kids that it would be more uh it would be different every day you know i think i would uh do better at that so i feel like it's a double-edged sword because the librarian job in my opinion other than checking out and you know putting books away which you could have a volunteer do um i feel like there's zero prep Oh, for sure. Science projects every day. Dude, you're prepping your butt off. That's true. Um, But the other side of that sword is that the librarian's jobs, I just don't see them happening. No, not the way with with how education is going right now. For sure. Um, So would you rather paint a picture of your school or build a model of your school? Could I sew a quilt of my school instead? (laughs) I mean, from the top down, roof off. Is that what you're referring? To? I don't know. I don't. Know. I can't um, build or paint. <laughs> yeah, but you doodle well. I'll draw I it. Paint. Let's make it a team effort. I'll draw it, yeah. and you can um, put in the bricks and stuff. I can fill it in. Okay, I think okay. that's great. Let's do uh, one more. Okay. Would you rather learn new facts? Or study one topic for a week? Ooh, I don't know. Um, If I had all the time, like, I guess I'd rather be able to learn a lot about one thing and then be able to move on from that after a week, I guess. So you said study one topic for a week? Yeah. How about you? Well, I don't really know because I love, like, lists of things. I love sticky notes of things i would love to have new facts um but are the facts just random facts about one is on astronomy and one is on plants and one is on football fields i like what or is it all new facts about the same topic i just don't i don't really get the question i mean i do love learning like random facts about like normal everyday things that people think they know everything about and then you can like really be like did you know blah 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 and they're like no way you know i like that yeah yeah (laughs) okay so i mean i think the new facts is my guy my my guy my go-to yeah i'm gonna go with the other one still but that doesn't mean i couldn't learn crazy facts about the one thing okay right okay i'm gonna just do one more and this is not for you this is would you rather have a class that? Okay. Okay. Would you rather have a class that plays with fidget spinners for an hour straight? Okay, that's my nightmare. Or would you rather have a class that bottle flips for an hour straight? Ugh. Let me just tell you, mine would not bottle flip for an hour straight because they would all be laying passed out on the floor. I would have to punch them. <laughs> that- Bottle flipping is just not my thing. Uh-huh. Oh, both of those sound horrible. Yeah, for an hour straight, very specifically. Uh, I mean, I guess I would go with the fidget spinners because the bottles in the air would just drive me crazy. Ew. But I don't like either of them. You know what? It's the bottles landing. It's this, that smacking. I can't stand it. Well, and the crinkle of the bottle. Yep. And then Ugh. the lid comes off, and then there's a problem. You know what I and mean? And there's water everywhere. Oh, yeah. girl, no. Yeah, okay, I'm going to give my kids fidget spinners in January. Uh, mine, I gave them all one. What's with those uh, poppet things? Let's have a second about those poppets. Is that really, well, is it really a therapeutic thing? 
Yeah, I mean, I have some kids that totally will sit there and pop theirs pretty quietly, you know. And Well, I like they're that they're quiet. They're not like old school poppets. But, right. oh, I mean, I'm feeling like, and this is maybe just my Christmas tired brain, but I'm feeling like whenever I inherit a class of students who come from a class with just those wobble seats, the tippy chairs, they are fidgety, fidgety kids. And it's almost like we're setting them up for being fidgety. Mm. I I can see that. I don't remember having such fidgety kids like 10 years ago before the wobble seat. And now these wobble seats, like I had a a teacher a couple of years ago who Literally, all of her chairs for kids were those freaking athletic balls. Oh, geez. I mean, what a nightmare to follow her, you know, after the kids had her for third grade. Then fourth grade, they come and it's like, oh, we have to sit in these chairs. And then they're like all fidgety and wobbly. And it's like, come on, they're chairs. Yeah, no, I can't imagine if they all had been on those bouncy balls before trying to get them to sit in a regular chair. Yeah. Well, I just have to say, my kids, my kids this year are pretty fidgety, but I'm so proud of them because we go to mass every Wednesday morning and they legitimately sit, they stand, they kneel, they respond. They are just on it for that time. So I always reward them with snack afterwards. (laughs) That's that's good that they follow all those directions. Yeah. So, okay, so we are going to talk today about things that you're looking forward to for third or fourth quarter, second semester. How are you going to change your year from first semester to second semester? You've gone uphill. We're at the peak of the mountain and we're on our way down. What do you do to prep for second semester? Oh, man. Um, you know, this year has been really weird for me having had the surgery. And then also I had, um, 10 of my 13 IEPs between, um, October and December. So, um, you know, it was really a difficult semester paperwork wise. And then also having being out for the health reasons. So I'm really just looking forward to having consistency in my class and really trying to build up those routines again because kids are having a hard time moving into December being kind of out of that normal routine of having me in the classroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm also going to be implementing a reading curriculum that I got that I just haven't been able to get going yet. So I have that to look forward to, and I'm hoping that will really help build um, even more routine, but also just like, you know, some everyday reading growth hopefully yeah so those are some things i'm looking forward to mostly just like being back to some normalcy with my kiddos yeah well so mine is kind of weirdly different and i haven't even verbalized it to anyone yet but i'm gonna try <laughs> okay um so in a new building all new curriculum um i first the first three weeks Really, I did the curriculum with fidelity, like straight up. It's a new language arts curriculum and wonders is what it's called. And it has great possibilities for public school. Legitimately, there's below 
at above, not very much above curriculum materials, but lots for ELL, lots for um, resource support. Uh, it does come with uh, a journal that's labeled 1-2, one, one that's 3-4, one that's 5-6. So there's three little journals, and then there is an anthology. The difficulty is I put the teacher's manual aside before school started, and I literally was like, okay, I'm a student, I'm opening the anthology, and I'm opening to page one in my journal. <clears throat> is this student-friendly, right? Because I wanted to look, as I'm learning it, I wanted to look at it from the perspective of, gosh, I could have a couple of kids out sick. Can I just send this book and this journal home? The answer to that is a very loud, very bolded, very italics and underlined no. Oh, um, bummer. Yeah, no. Legitimately, you read the story and the story doesn't necessarily go with the journal because the journal may be working on a below grade level story right now. So if you do the whole journal one, two with fidelity, <clears throat> let's say there's a hundred pages in it, maybe 36 of them are uh, ones that will be completed because all your kids in a private Catholic school are at grade level. So a, a third, <clears throat> maybe even more, maybe half of these journals you wouldn't even address mm -hmm. because you don't, you are not using the below level readers. Um, so there's that difficulty. And so it's weird to me. Yeah. It, I am not really sure what the thought process was on purchasing it because I mean, I was in the district's um, curriculum purchasing process. Like, I was one of the people on the team. And the I'm just baffled. Let's just leave it at that. I'm sure there was a reason. Maybe it was cost. But um, my thing is, my hope for second semester is that I can put the, uh, here's the very basic instruction that we're supposed to be using aside and I'm shifting to what do my kids need to be ready for when they go to fifth grade I've already sent an email to my fifth grade teacher and said what is your late work policy how do you do spelling how are you um can kids make corrections on math tests can kids make corrections on this that or the other and um that's what i'm going to focus on really is continuing with my my process of writing and reading but but m morph my second semester into you guys are going to be ready for what she is expecting of you as a fifth grader. Yeah, man, I'm not even thinking about next year yet, but that's a good idea. Well, I mean, you're yep. you're going to be retired. What are you talking about? Well, I know, but I mean, I really do need to think about getting my students ready for the middle school model that they're going to be going to and some other things. But it's so hard to think about that sometimes with my group. So, yeah, I need to think about that. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm going to just say that it it's a process. You, you'll you have to shift eventually, but yeah. I mean, you're just finishing winter benchmarks and such, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, here's another thing in, in looking forward to um, second semester. I mean, 
we have one more set of parent conferences. Your guys' conferences are when? The end of February? I believe so. Ours is the end of January. Oh, crazy. Right? I mean, I'm not even really sure what you talk about in the middle of January. Um, let's see. The That week ends with the 21st because I know the 21st is a, an in-service day because it's conference day. But um, we will have handed report cards out the first week back. So you're not talking about report cards. We will have... I mean, mid, mid-year benchmarks were done the last week in November, first week in December, so that's not really part of the conversation. I mean, because the data's old by then, right? Right. So here's what my thought is. I'm going to pull up a kid Chromebook at, at our computer, or I mean, at, at our conferencing table. I'm going to have the families log into the gradebook program and just make sure they are familiar with what they have access to, because I don't think they know. That's a good idea. Didn't you say it was a new program for them this year? Yeah, it's a new program for them last year. Last year was the first year, but, but like, I mean, I've got families who only have the mom and dad's uh, phone, cell phone numbers for emergency contacts. Like... If you have a parent who one is a doctor and the other is a teacher, there's an emergency in the middle of the day. Those people are not coming to pick your child up. You're not going to be released, right? Or you're military. So I don't have anybody as the third, the tertiary person in case there's an emergency. I don't even have phone numbers. I mean, when we had that big earthquake a couple of years ago, three years ago, the cell towers were maxed. People were trying to text for information or they were trying to call from landlines. And legitimately, if all I have is cell phone numbers, we can pretty much make a backup plan that we're not going to be getting a hold of family, which terrifies yeah, it's, me. It's not going to work. No, it's not. <clears throat> the other thing is, um, because we don't have a school nurse, we have families who are putting inputting medical data Um, I have a student who I know has severe food allergies. There's nothing documented in the program. Like if I was just to look up my class, I would legitimately be like, oh my gosh, I have no allergies. I have a kid I know has a heart issue. I have a kid who I know has very severe food allergies. And I have a student who I know gets meds in the middle of the day, but it's not documented in the system anywhere. So that's my goal is I want to have like a health checkup on what I know about what the kids are doing or have access to. Um, Our masses are always um, streamed for people who are ill or whatever and can't make it to mass. Well, I mean, I'm looking at our... um, user agreement forms and such. And some of our families do not, oh, media release. Some of our families do not have, have not given permission for their child to be streamed. So I have a question about that. Like, is there anybody making sure that when my kids are receiving the sacrament that they're not actually being videotaped? Oh man. But nobody knows. Nobody has, nobody has gone through and knows about the security parts of this like because there's the parish section and because there's the school section they're two separate entities but they kind of are 
two different decks of cards folded into each other periodically. So who has the liability of that? Is that my responsibility to make sure that those kids are sitting in the back and they get served differently than the rest of the... Like this is a whole school thing. This isn't just my class. So there are some... There are some big things that we need to have a conversation about that really is very difficult to translate in an email. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. The whole media release thing going along with the religious service. Yeah, yeah I don't know that. Yeah, theory. well, I mean, and the other thing is, apparently, this is new to me this year, but apparently our room moms establish a class Facebook page so that if there's pictures from a class party, families can see them and celebrate and well, that's Facebook. And if my kids don't have media release permission, then they shouldn't be on that. Nope. How, how do I know? Because by archdiocese law, teachers are not supposed to be on there. It's just a protection thing for us. Um, and so how do I know that my room parent isn't posting pictures that technically shouldn't be posted because technically she should not have access to confidential information, which says these kids shouldn't be public, right? So I have a lot of weird questions that lots of people just kind of, whatever, it, that's ASD. This is small school. And it's like, no, but this is the law. Like, I still have to respect my families, even though it's not the same platform. Yeah, that could be a big can of worms, I would think. Yeah. So, so I have a lot to do. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, something that I've also been thinking about a lot is that, you know, third quarter, I just want to, like I said, get back into some routines with the kids. But then I'm looking at fourth quarter. If I'm retiring, I have 20 years of stuff. That I need to be going through, deciding what to do with it, moving it out of the classroom. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really daunting to start uh, thinking about. Girl, I need to. you're preaching to the choir because I had already done that, right? I know. Um, well, you know, I could always help you. We could always take it down to, we could, we could have a trip to Vegas. Yeah. I mean, the hard thing for me is that I've done so many different things that I already have a crawl space full. Mm -hmm. and a garage full and I still have a classroom full of stuff mm -hmm. so um I'm gonna have to decide what to what to take what to leave what to sell what to yeah burn yeah. I don't know <laughs> burn what to smoke I mean yeah. burn but I I did finally let my principal know that I was retiring so now I feel like you know it's real and legit and I need to really start thinking about it yes uh, you also need to start that paperwork. It's not just oh, yeah. a one night thing. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very cool. I'm so happy. Is, for uh, the state's releasing a new set of the paperwork in mid January. Uh, so they suggested not filling out the old one. So okay. I'm and waiting. what what are they updating? Just the form itself. Oh. They're not saying we'll only uh, retire X amount of people. No, it's just a new form. Cool dated form version or something yeah awesome well um i do have to say i loved getting together with you yesterday we guys we have not gone and done our morning coffee thing how long has it been oh man i mean probably early october or late september 
Yeah, I mean, it's been literal months. We have never been so that long. far apart in so long. I know, I know. And um, so we're going to have to make a date for me to give you your Christmas. And same here. Mm-hmm. And to maybe do some sewing we talked about. So. Yes. I, I nominate that we have a full day of sewing with some podcasting. That sounds good to me. Sounds good. Well, uh, everybody, we're going to... I've got to look at the calendar. We're going to take Christmas break off. So we are posting this on the 19th and we will not have a new podcast on the 26th. Um, or the 2nd. Or the 2nd. Our next podcast will be January 9th. <gasps> Two days before somebody's before birthday. Before somebody's 51st birthday. What? Mm-hmm. I might it's have not to, me. <laughs> I might have to do some special things at school. Birthdays are Ooh. huge at our school, and I love everything about it. That's cool. Yeah. I love birthdays. I do, too. Okay, so we will talk to you guys. Um, our next episode will appear on the 9th of January. Brand new year. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be great. Have a great and Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everybody. And happy new year.